I did. Okay. Okay. Uh, it says live. Uh, ooh. Yeah, go have a great time. Okay, guys. Sorry, had a little glitch in the beginning, but uh, if you give me just a moment, I will uh get it straight here. So I do apologize. So hi, uh, I'm Karen Spilanti, and um, I invite you. This is Nature's Alchemy. I come and I invite you to come into Nature's Alchemy where we explore natural healing with crystals, plants, and herbalism, essential oils, and the many ways that Mother Earth provides for our healing and well being. So, today, um, my class is all about black crystals. Now, black crystals actually are a special group because they're very protective and they're very grounding. And so the reason why I chose to do this class today is because there's a lot of people uh, coming up with, I notice on a lot of the groups I belong to that they're having problems with what I call, what a lot of people call the dark night of the soul, which is where all of your stuff comes up, all the negative the stuff that you've been holding on for a long time and how that happens is you get triggered and you get triggered all day long and all week long and all month long and all year long well it's gotten worse this year so what they do is they help you to protect and, and also help you to deal with that kind of stuff so that's why i chose to do a class on black crystals so there are thousands of crystals, rocks, and stones that are available to anybody that looks. And it can be very overwhelming to beginning enthusiasts. So, oh, whoops. Oop, oop, oop. I apologize. That was last week's lesson. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. So, anyway, to choose the crystal, right, there are hundreds of black crystals available. But the ones that I chose are really oh my gosh I can't believe I did this I, I had I really apologize guys I had a glitch before and it, it just totally <laughs> it messed up my mind and so I'm trying to get back to center um, so let's just try that again oh my goodness all right so the last couple of minutes were just kind of push that away and now you can probably hear me okay so the reason why i chose black crystals today we're going to do a whole class on black crystals there um there are many many of them um i've chosen seven i think seven let me look on my list seven that are, i believe are the most powerful now the reason why i chose them is because a lot of people that i notice online are really getting upset because they're, all the stuff is happening to them or they're being triggered like crazy. And the reason why is because we're trying to evolve as, as a collective. And so as we're doing that, the, uh, the universe is actually pushing us to go further. And the only way that we can go up the ascension ladder is by getting rid of all the stuff that holds us back into 3D. And so these crystals, do really help with that. And so you might get triggered or you might have an old memory come up that completely you go, oh my God, I completely forgot about it. that's like 40 years ago. Well, if you're that old, which I am, 
So um, you may say, what am I supposed to do with that? So these black crystals do help with that. So I want to start talking about the ones uh, that I chose. So black tourmaline, I'm going to start with first. It's incredibly grounding. It's also balanced. So I'm going to talk about it and tell you about the metaphysical properties. And I'm going to tell you how to use these things. And I'm going to have a show and tell because I have lots of stuff here that I can show you. So black tourmaline, again, is very grounding. Uh, it balances the chakra meridians and auric bodies. Now the auric bodies, remember that you've got more than just your aura, you have about 12 layers around you. So it helps with all of that. It actually forms a protective shield. So it's most effective at blocking curses, ill wishing and psychic attacks, which is really important because if you're feeling that way, the black tourmaline can help you with that. It can actually make you feel a little bit better and it grounds you. So you get out of your head all this crazy thinking. All the black crystals ground you, which is a real plus because when you're upset and when you're nervous and when you're having anxiety, which I did five minutes ago, I held on to my black tourmaline and it made me feel better because it calms you down. It gets you to to connect to the earth. That's one of the main things that black crystals do. Now, another thing that tourmaline will do is it protects you against electromagnetic radiation. Now, I'm gonna talk about that a little more when I talk about shungite. Now, shungite, I'll talk about shungite later, but black tourmaline is very effective. However, you have to retune it about once a week if you're using it consistently, because what happens is, not like shung, not, unlike shungite, it actually absorbs the electromagnetic radiation. And then what happens is when it gets saturated, gets too saturated, then it kind of lets it go back out into the universe, but it, it amplifies it. So you really have to retune it. Now, my favorite way to retune crystals is with selenite. Now, you might have your ways, and there's old ways to do it, like you know, moonlight, sunlight, um, in water, salt, you know, that kind of stuff. But the most effective way I found is to use selenite. Now, selenite is also a crystal. Um, it uh, grows in mineral rich caves and so it's water soluble. So you can't put it in water, but what you can do with it is you can take a bowl and throw all your crystals in there and then put the selenite in there and about 30 minutes later, they're gonna be happy again. Now you can leave them in there because they love it, but in order to retune them, you have to have something that's much higher in frequency than, than all the crystals are. And selenite is, as far as we know, the highest frequency crystal that we are aware of. So that's one of the easiest ways to do it. And then you won't damage your crystals because if you don't know whether they're water soluble or not, or whether they'll get affected by the um, salt, or whatever you do with it, uh, sunlight will uh, fade crystals. So you have to be really careful that you know what you're doing. So selenite is the easiest way to retune crystals, especially tourmaline. Now, the other thing it does is it increases your vitality. So it, it because it, it helps the root chakra and that's where all of your, uh, your vitality comes from is the root chakra. It also disperses tension and stress and it creates clear thinking because when you're stressed out and you're tense and you're 
you know, you've got anxiety, you cannot clear, you cannot think clearly, not at all. You might think you can, but you really can't. Also instills positive attitude. It also can be gridded around your house. So you could take four crystals and put them around the house, one in each corner. Okay. And what that does is it protects your home uh, from physical as well as spiritual um, in, uh, in, ill intentions. Um, we, I live in Florida. And of course, we get hurricanes. We're getting another one this week. Yay. Uh, but uh, what I uh, always do every year is I set up a protection grid. And I use Metatron's cube. And I put black crystals on it. And every year that I've done that, now we've lost power. That's something that, you, you know, your, your small crystal grid may not protect. But it kept our car and our house from getting knocked in knocked over with um, tree boughs so um, it did protect us so they they really do work so I would definitely look into crystal grids as a means of protection that will help a lot and it augments the in fact I uh, don't think I'm going to do a class on crystal grids not this time around but that's one of the classes that I teach in my eight-week crystal class so uh, you can all it all connects with the root chakra it grounds your energy and it increases physical vitality okay I already said that <laughs> sorry about that um, it disperses tension and stress and also it promotes a laid-back attitude so it it calms you down it's like yeah okay I'm not going to be too worried about the stuff you know the whole hippie vibe yeah you know don't worry be happy so it helps you to feel that way it also encourages objective neutrality, which means that you're going to look at something without looking at it emotionally. You're going to look at it in a way that's not going to trigger you or incite, uh, you know, a, a, a powerful emotion. Okay, so it helps you to do that so that it leads to clear rational thinking. And it also instills a positive attitude no matter what the circumstances are. So tourmaline is a very powerful crystal. Now I do have a whole bunch of it over here. Um, in fact, I'm gonna show you uh, some really nice ones. I think last week, if you were on my show last week or you watched it, uh, you got to see um, some really nice black tourmaline crystals. But I'm gonna show you some that you might find in a rock shop. So here is a black tourmaline crystal. It's about an inch long. Um, it has long striations, if you can see that. I'll turn it around the other side. Okay. Um, here's another one. This is a shorty. Okay. Uh, let me see. And uh, here's one that hasn't been, it's just, it's a raw, rough crystal. Um, it has mica all over it. Uh, mica actually um, will energize a crystal. So if you get a tourmaline with a mica on it, then you want to take that one because that augments or um, uh, amplifies the energy of the crystals. So those are a couple here. Let me show you another one. This one's also uh, just a rough crystal. 
So uh, if you see anything like that in, in the rock shops, that's pretty much what you're going to find. Although you can buy tourmaline crystals that are as long as selenite uh, ones. Um, let's see, what do I do with it? I mean, you can get them as big as this and, and even bigger. Okay, so, uh, and they're heavy and they're thick. Now, here's a couple of them that, um, that I have. And um, these are really nice tourmalines. And you see that they have, uh, if, if you can see on that end, they have points. Here, there's one, it's a trigonic. You can see trigonic, see three sides. And then it also has a point on the other side. Okay, so, and these are very heavy because black crystals usually are, have iron, iron or iron-based. Okay, here's another one. And it also has the points at both ends. Okay, so those are black tourmalines. So now, when you're using black, anytime you're using black crystals, um, and you can use all the other ones I'm going to talk about, you can use the same way. If you're feeling attacked, or if you're feeling that uh, you just can't mm, handle all the stuff that's happening, then you would put a couple of them in your pocket. Um, you could wear them around your neck, but you have to be careful when you're using black crystals uh, as jewelry that uh, you don't want to use them too much uh, up above the waist because they have a tendency to close down your energy and make you too grounded. And that can be really kind of tough um, when you're uh, already stressed. <laughs> so you, you want to uh, be very aware of your feelings. And if you feel really grumpy or really out of sorts or just really tired and you have it around your neck, take it off and let it and let your body normalize because you're out of balance. You might put a, a, a chakra crystal at the top, a seventh chakra at the top to help draw your energy back up, or you can just wait it out for about 20 minutes. And if you start feeling better, then you know that's what it was. If it's not, then it's something else. Maybe you need a couple more. Um, I also, when you're going to buy crystals, See those little teeny ones that you get, you know, the ones everybody goes because they don't want to spend more than a dollar on a crystal. If you're using them for, if you're using them as a buddy or as like a touchstone, a touchstone is like a remembrance. If you're only using them for say companionship, then put a whole bunch of those little teeny crystals in your pocket. If you're going for healing or you're going for protection, which is what we're talking about, you want to get the biggest ones that you can afford, okay? And I would recommend at least this size. This is uh, about an, an inch and a quarter, maybe inch and a half at the point. But I wouldn't go any smaller than an inch, okay? Because it's just not big enough. It doesn't have enough energy to help you with whatever it is that you need. So you really, really got to get the biggest ones you can afford. I don't tell you you have to spend... $50 on a crystal. Although if you want to treat yourself, that feel, that's always cool. But if you're going for healing purposes, you know, you, these, all these crystals are really easy to find. The ones that I'm going to tell you about, and they're also not very expensive. Okay. So if you go in and you buy all seven and you spend 35 to 50 bucks, that's not bad. 
for seven crystals um, in a retail shop. Okay, that's not bad. I mean, I, I mean, if you could see my house, I've spent thousands of dollars on crystals, but that's just my thing. It may not be yours, but if you're gonna go buy them, then buy the biggest ones you can afford. Okay, so uh, that's a black tourmaline. Now, there, oh, I also want to tell you about um, tourmalinated quartz. Now, what that is, is that's quartz with black tourmaline um, root tiles going through it. And I have a bunch of it here and it's actually really dark. I don't know if you're gonna be able to see this. This is really good quality um, black tourmalinated quartz. Let me see if I can show this to you. There, oh, okay, good, you can see it. I can see it, you can see it. You see those black lines going through there? That's quartz with tourmaline. And these are really powerful because the black quartz, uh, excuse me, the quartz will amplify. Remember we talked about that last week? It amplifies the energy of your crystals. So if you have a black tourmalinated quartz and you can find them, not all shops carry them, but if you can find them and you need protection, I would definitely go with a tourmalinated quartz and they feel really good too. They're very grounding and they're, and they're really beautiful. I mean, they make, they make uh, here's one, this is really light, uh, but you can see the tourmaline uh, going through it. Uh, there you go. Okay. So you can see the quartz and then you can see the black tourmaline inside of it. Okay, so tourmaline quartz is definitely an uh, alternative if you can't find any black tourmaline that you like. If you find any of that, I would get that also. Okay, all right. So the next one I want to talk about is jet. Now, jet's an interesting crystal, but it's not really a crystal. It's a carbon. Uh, it's a type of charcoal, and it's really old. Um, it's been used as a magical talisman against dark entities since the Stone Age. Okay, it's been around for a really long time. And a lot of these black crystals look the same. Um, here's a piece of jet. But the way you can tell jet is because it's carbon, it's really light. So it's gonna be a lot lighter than any of, oh yes, Numite, oh yes, oh, I found one. Sorry, I'll get to Numite later. Okay, and I don't know what's doing in the bag, but anyway, jet. So jet is all carbon. And uh, in Britain, fishermen's wives would burn jet to ensure their husband's protection. So it's always been for uh, protection. Uh, so it said, it's said that those who are attracted to the stone are old souls with long incarnation experience on the earth. Now, jet helps you to take control of your life it transmutes negative energies. It alleviates unreasonable fears. So these are the kind of things, unreasonable fears are something that you think too much about that may not come to pass, but you, you kind of obsess over it. So that's the kind of thing it helps you with. It also guards against violence and illnesses and protects against, uh, it, excuse me, it, it protects you during spiritual journeying. So it's really good for astral travel, okay? Also, if placed in a cash box, 
or the wealth corner of your home, it will stabilize finances and protect your business. So this is a really good stone. Oh, sorry, I have a, I have a cut on my thumb, so I have a, I, I've got a uh, and band aid. But anyway, anyway, this is jet, and uh, it like I said, it's really light. So you, um, if you're going to look for jet, you got to make sure that it doesn't weigh as much as all the other crystals. Okay. So the next one is Neumite, and I am so glad there was one in the jet bag. I was trying to look for Neumite. I, I kind of didn't think I had any more, but I am very excited to tell you about Neumite. Neumite is said to be the oldest mineral on earth, and it's referred to as the sorcerer's stone. So it strengthens the auric field and assists in traveling with stealth and sureness. So in other words, if you got to go somewhere and you don't want anybody to know, um, it's a really good crystal to use because it, it kind of hides your energy. So uh, that's a really good thing. Okay, give me one second here, folks. Uh, I apologize. I do apologize. Give me one moment. Give me one second, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay, all right. Oh, I. you know what? Um, I just pulled up the questions and uh, hi, Loretta, I'm glad you're here. Uh, Ross Allen um, asked, does it matter which shape the selenite is? No, it doesn't really matter. Uh, some people get a little weird about, um, shape versus raw, you know, worked on stuff. Um, the crystals don't really like to be worked on. I mean, you know, who wants to be blasted out of the earth and then shaped with, um, you know, with these big powerful, uh, it, you know, uh, wheels. So um, they don't like it, but it doesn't change your energy. So it doesn't really matter uh, what you use. So you can just put like a, a little chunk of uh, selenite or you can put, um, like a small three inch one. So I hope that answered your question. Okay, let's see if there was any other ones. And no, okay, so let's move on. Numite, Numite's really uh, an amazing stone. So um, it's all this mineral on earth. Okay, uh, it's referred to as the sorcerer's stone. Let's see. Um, okay. So uh, the energy within the stone is really powerful and it needs to be used with the right intention. Anytime you use something with, anytime you use a crystal, you gotta use it with the right intention. It knows when it's being used for evil or for not so great intentions. So, uh, and it won't work as good. And if you get it to do it, I, I wouldn't wanna be that person that uh, brings on that karma. So I, I would definitely use it with really good intentions. Now, Neumite assists with recognizing the past life contracts and highlights karmic debts stemming from misuse of power. So that's one reason why you have to use it. See, I've got pieces right here I'm going to show you in just a moment. It also severs entanglements that come from previous manipulation or ritual working. So if you dabbled in the dark arts or the gray arts 
or anything that you kind of regret getting into and you feel like you have an attachment, new might will help you with that. Okay, so you get yourself a piece and then keep it with you all the time in your pocket uh, to help you with that. Now, it also removes difficulties that arise from another person's misguided sense of needing to protect you. So a lot of times, you know, people, have, you know, they want to help. So they want to do things on their own, but they don't ask you permission first. All right. Which is, is a, to use a, a 70s phrase, a big no-no. You don't want to do anything like that without asking somebody's permission first. If they say no, you need to respect that, okay? Because what you're doing is you're treading on their soul. You don't wanna do that to anybody. Even if you know that what you're gonna do is gonna help them, they may, may not be in their journey. They may not be ready to accept the healing. They may have to go through some other stuff first before they're ready to begin their healing. And so you have to acknowledge that and you have to respect that. So just keep that in mind when you're trying to help somebody. Just don't get all zealous and say, oh, I'm gonna help the world. I'm gonna help you because you need it. No, that's called codependency. That's not real helping and real healing, okay? So let's see. Also, it removes implants from an extraterrestrial source and it is best set in silver. So I'm gonna show this to you. I hope that you can see. Uh, yeah, see that little light in the middle, in the, uh, on this side, oops, sorry, this side. Okay, that, those are actually all over the stone. Uh, I don't know if you can see, oh, I see. Uh, no, that isn't light. It, it has little shimmeries in it, uh, purple shimmers. And okay, there's one that kind of faded in and out. There you go. Okay, so uh, this stone has all these little shimmers around. So that's how I know you have Neumite. It's black, but it has all these purple flecks in it. It's really, really pretty. I'm sorry that uh, you can't really see it in, on my cam. I, I do apologize. Okay, so that's Neumite. All right, so the next... The next stone that I want to talk to you about is snowflake obsidian. Now, snowflake is a type of obsidian. Obsidian is a natural uh, glass, volcanic glass. But snowflake obsidian is kind of cool because it's called snowflake. Because it looks like it's snowing in stone. And that's just one type. There are many types of snowflake. This is just typical snowflake. I'll show you the other side. Okay, and then here's a here's an end. But see, it also does stuff like this. See, so you really have to kind of. And then this one has hardly any flakes, snowflakes at all. But it's still snowflake because you can see the white. You can see the little flecks. And then here's one that kind of looked like the first one. So I've seen all kinds of snowflake obsidian. I've seen 
There's another type of snowflake obsidian uh, that is called Starry Night uh, that is named after uh, Vincent Van Gogh's painting. And it's absolutely gorgeous. It's pink and purple and white and it has all these colors and layers in it. It's just gorgeous. And unfortunately, I had one, but I sold it in my shop last year. But uh, if you can uh, do a search on Starry Night uh, Obsidian, it's really beautiful. Okay, so about snowflake. It is a stone of purity. It provides balance for the mind, body, and spirit. So what it does is it makes you receptive before bringing your attention to ingrained patterns of behavior. Okay, and then allowing you to gently release those emotional blockages. Now, obsidian, because it's a, uh, a volcanic glass, it has no regular crystalline structure. So I call it a renegade. Uh, it kind of does what it wants. It's really, really strong and powerful. So if you have a piece of uh, a black obsidian, which I'm gonna to talk to you last, um, it kind of hits you upside the head with a two by four and says, hey, you know, <laughs> you'll fix this. Something bad's gonna happen. But all the other ones are very gentle. So snowflake obsidian is no, no exception. So it's very gentle, but it does show you the things that you need to change. And that's really important right now because we're going through that dark night of the soul and we're going, uh, the earth's ascending and it's taken us with her. But the problem is we have to be ready. So we have to get rid of all the stuff that doesn't serve us. And in order to do that, we have to know what it is. And so that's why all of our stuff is coming up to our conscious mind and the universe takes its, does whatever it needs to do to get us to see that stuff. And sometimes it takes somebody triggering you. Sometimes it's, you know, old memories. Sometimes it's emotions that well up. So um, that's what it does. And Snowflake is a gentle, it, it's gentle. It kind of shows you in a gentle way uh, some of the things that you need to work on or change. Now also it teaches that isolation and loneliness can become empowering with its assistance because sometimes you need aloneness and sometimes you need isolation in order to deal with what's going on with yourself. Sometimes you don't wanna to talk to anybody. Sometimes you just need introspection and going into yourself and meditating or connecting to your higher self, connecting to your guides. And you can't do that with a whole group of people around you. Sometimes you need that. So that's why it's really important to be able to do that. And Snowflake will help with that. Now, another thing to do, another thing it does, it teaches how to surrender during meditation. A lot of people have trouble with the monkey mind or the chattering. And so they, you know, their egos don't want to shut up. So it also helps how to let go of the thoughts and be able to surrender in meditation so that you can connect more fully with your spirit guides. And then also it teaches us how to value mistakes as well as successes to show the gift in all experiences, not just the good ones. And it also promotes inner centering. So that's snowflake of
sitting and then I've, I've showed you some pieces. Okay, the next one I'm going to talk about is shungite. Now shungite, it, I, it's one of my favorites. Now shungite comes from one region. It comes from the Karelia region of Russia. It is one of the oldest minerals. It's over 2 billion years old. And it's inorganic carbon, similar to jet. Jet is pretty old too. Now it has a rare formation composed of fullerenes. Now fullerenes are named after Buckminster Fuller. Now he, uh, he was a fuller brush man, but he also uh, was a great inventor. And so he invented the geodesic dome. And these fullerenes look like that. Hollow, like they look like hollow soccer balls with uh, pentagrams in the middle, like uh, the, uh, the uh, arrangement of the molecules shapes it into a uh, uh, sacred geometry shape, the pentagram or pentacle, pentagram. Okay, so shungite, what it does, it's profoundly protective and has amazing shielding and purifying power because of the unique shape of the fullerenes. It's very protective against radiation, electromagnetic stress, microwaves and other vibrational emissions and the diseases they create. So it's very healing also. So what the fullerenes do is they actually transmute this stuff. They don't just absorb it like tourmaline does. They change it into a form that the body can get rid of, okay? So if you're dealing with electromagnetic radiation at work, or you just want to protect yourself while you're sitting at your computer, shungite is the best thing to put there because it will just absorb it and, and transmute it. So you don't have to necessarily cleanse it every week like you do tourmaline. I mean, excuse me, retune it. But you do have to do it every once in a while, okay? Because it does get out of tune. So I'm going to show you a few pieces. Well, first I want to finish talking about it. Um, if shungite is immersed in water, this is another amazing property that shungite has. If you put it in water, it transports, excuse me, transforms the water into a biologically active, life-enhancing liquid. It removes harmful microorganisms and pollutants. And research shows that it absorbs pesticides, free radicals, viruses, and bacteria. It also has a powerful effect on the immune system. So uh, I keep a really big piece of my water jug. I forgot to bring a spoon in here to show you that I keep it in here. But I don't know, if, can you hear that? That's not ice, that's the shungite running, rolling around in my, in my water. It's about this big. And uh, I don't ever, I, I never get sick with colds or flu or anything like that. I, I just don't. I have other issues, but it's never that. <laughs> so it really does help. And then the other thing is that Shungai is also very grounding uh, by grounding spiritual energies within the body and it anchors your, the body to the earth. It's also very supportive during all types of metaphysical work. Okay, so this is the elite shungite. This is the one, there's two kinds. Um, there's the one uh, that you can wear. 
Well, you can wear this stuff too, but this is really made to put in your water. See how it's like metallic. It's really, really pretty. Let me show you another piece. And it's very light because it's all carbon. Turn that around. Okay, and then here's another one. There you go. It's it's like almost metallic, but it's not. It's it's pretty much all carbon. You can get bigger pieces. You can get polished, you know, shungite. I don't think I have any over there. No, I didn't bring any with me uh, into the room. Um, you can get uh, shaped. You can get pyramids. You can get palm stones. Um, but that's in the um, that's in the uh, the the one that doesn't have as many carbon molecules. So the elite shungite or the no, noble shungite, that's another word for it, um, has 90, about 94 to 98% carbon. And the other stuff uh, that you'll find is anywhere between 50 and 65% carbon. So uh, those are better to wear, uh, you know, if you want, want an EMF protection, this stuff you want to put in your water. That's the best thing. Like I said, I keep, big piece in my water and, and I don't ever get colds or anything like that. And I haven't, thank God I haven't gotten the virus. So that's, uh, that's, that's Shungite. And like I said, it only comes from one place in Russia, but the field that it comes in is millions of square miles big. It's huge. And Shungite, uh, the Russians used Shungite. In fact, they, they had uh, um, mineral springs that were near the Shungite deposits. And uh, the water used to come through the Shungite deposits and collecting these mineral springs. And they were using them for health purposes. But back then, you know, uh, several hundred years ago, they really didn't understand how it worked until one of the uh, czars said, you need to check and, and go find out why um, this is happening. And so they did. And then uh, a few hundred years later, there was all kinds of studies done on uh, Shungite. Um, Regina, oh my gosh, now I can't remember. Regina, Regina Martinez has a book on Shungite. It's fascinating. Her name is Regina Martinez. And it's fascinating. You need to really, um, if you want to learn all about Shungite, you can get on Amazon. It's called Shungite. And uh, it's really good. Okay. So that's Shungite. So now I'm going to talk about Apache Tears. Now, Apache Tears are kind of special because Apache Tears are also another form of obsidian, okay? Um, and when you hold them to the light, you can see through them. That's the, only, that's the way you know if you have an Apache Tear because if you have regular obsidian, you can't see through it. You can't see through any of the obsidian except for Apache Tears. So you know, that's you know how you have it. And I'll tell you why it's special uh, because of the see-throughness. They're very good at, if not the best healers of grief and loss, okay? They gently bring up strong emotions for transmuting and they also protect your aura. So I'm gonna tell you the legend of the Apache Tears is this is how they became the best at grief. And if anybody has any kind of loss, even if it's a, a pet or, you know, uh, anything, you know, loss of job, uh, of course, family members, friends, anything, any kind of loss, 
um, I don't know, you lose your keys. <laughs> I know it was silly, but you know, anything that you lose, it's excellent for helping with that. Now, the legend of the Apache tear goes like this. Um, this, is my, this is the version I heard. Back in the 1800s, the Pinal Apache, that's P-I-N-A-L, Apache Indian tribe was fighting the U.S. cavalry. And they were cornered on the edge of a cliff. And they all decided that they didn't want to uh, surrender. So they jumped and them and their horses and they all committed suicide. The women, of course, were so distraught that they cried for a month. The legend goes, and this is a true story, by the way. The legend goes that the great spirit put their tears inside the Apache tears so that the women cried for us. So they gave their hearts out to cry for their men and the great spirit honored them by putting them in the Apache tears. Now I do have several, I don't have big ones to show you unfortunately, uh, but I will show you a few of the ones that I have. And uh, these are the natural ones. They're not the, um, these are natural, they're not polished. Now, polished ones look just like black obsidian. But like I said, you can hold them up to the light. And this one, Apache tear looks like. Unfortunately, I didn't bring my flashlight to show you how you can see through them. But if you do hold them up to the light, you can see right through them. They're translucent. Now, one of the things that's really cool about these is that I have seen the, I have seen the tears inside of them. They don't all have them. You have to kind of turn them and look and you'll see a shadow of a tear right in the middle. I've seen it about seven or eight times. So I know they're real, um, but it's very rare. So you have to really look, but they all, you know, it doesn't matter whether you can see it or not. All Apache tears do the same thing. They transmute and help you to move through grief. Now, um, some of the other crystals, uh, these are kind of tiny, so I'm not gonna show you these. But some of the other crystals, if you're battling grief or if you know somebody who's had a loss, uh, some of the other crystals to put with Apache tears, now Apache tears number one, you gotta have that. Uh, that's the only thing that really, really does transmute. But other supportive crystals, okay, are uh, lipidolite for anxiety and stress because a lot of times you're gonna, you know, you're gonna, well, what am I gonna do without them? Blah blah blah. You know, you, you or I didn't get to say this, or you know, I really wanted to um, tell them something, but. I didn't, and so you get all anxious about it. So lipidolite will help with that. Another thing that's amazing support is rose quartz because you have a broken heart. When you have grief and a huge loss, you have a, a broken heart. It's just terrible. So um, you wanna use rose quartz to help that and that will heal on all levels, okay? So that's what's really wonderful about um, about uh, rose quartz. And then the other one is smoky quartz. Now, smoky quartz helps ground you. Uh, patchy tears do too, but they're not usually very big. So um, 
I would recommend a smoky quartz for grounding and for staying more centered and not so much in your head um, about that. So um, I would definitely um, get a, a, a smoky quartz for that as, as well. Okay, let me see here. Um, excuse me, one moment, guys. All right, so that's um, Apache Tears. Okay, the last one that I'm gonna talk about is gonna be Obsidian. And Obsidian, the reason why I say this for last is because it's really special. And um, I think last week I showed you my big Obsidian Palm Stone. Here it is, I love it, it's one of my favorites. And it looks like glass uh, because it is. And it's very heavy. It's very heavy because uh, it's, it's a volcanic glass. Now, obsidian has, like I said before, has no crystalline structure. So it has no boundaries, so to speak. So it works really fast with great power. It mercilessly, if you're not ready for this stuff, you really don't want to mess with obsidian. You could have it, you could wear it, but if you're using it for healing purposes, you don't want to use it unless you're really ready to get through your stuff. So it mercilessly exposes your flaws, your weaknesses, your blockages and disempowering conditions where nothing can be hidden. Now, it doesn't do it all at once, but it will surely help you with the stuff that needs to be taken care of the most. So that would be your most intense memories or your um, the, the things that you don't that you really hate about yourself or anything that you feel is your weakness, um, you know, or a block, some kind of an emotional block that you really need to get rid of that will keep you from going up, you know, the vibrational ladder. So it really, really does that. And it lends solid support during the growth. So it doesn't just smack you upside the head with the two by four, like I said before, but it really helps to support you. And it's really best used under, handled under a qualified uh, therapist or a practitioner. So that means that if you wanna go through your stuff, and you don't think that you could do it yourself because it is very powerful, you can use it with alongside counseling or use it with like an EFT practitioner or uh, some uh, hypnotherapy or something that's going to help you move through these, um, these emotional blocks instead of just nah, talking about them and then they don't really ever go away, okay? So you wanna get with somebody who's actually going to help you transmute that so that you don't have the connection to the stress or the trauma. So it doesn't bring up these powerful emotions. So obsidian is very protective. It also forms a shield around you against any negative influences. It also provides a grounding cord for the, from the root chakra to the center of the earth. 
So this is also a really good one if you want to astral travel. Obsidian is excellent for that. It absorbs negative energies from the environment and it blocks psychic attacks and negative spiritual influences. Now, I want to talk about the, um, oh, hold on a second. Uh, I want to talk about uh, uh, um, I want to talk about psychic attacks, negative spiritual influences. Now, a lot of negativity is subjective. It's not cut and dry. What you find icky, somebody else would go, I don't understand why you're so, you don't like that. But there are some people who do. And so that's why it's a, a subjective thing, negative and positive, or how you perceive them. Not, uh, they're not cut and, you're not cut and dried, set in stone. All right. So you have to be, you have to be aware of how you perceive things. And then the stones will help you with that. Okay. So if you perceive something as negative, then the stone will help you with that perception. Uh, it'll also help you with that belief. That's why sometimes those perceptions, they don't, um, they're, they're blocks. They're, uh, they're, they're beliefs that will hold you back. And so that's why obsidian is really good for that kind of stuff. Okay. So it brings clarity of mind and it clears confusion and constricting beliefs. All right, so it really does help with that. But it also makes absolutely clear what lies behind your mental distress or disease. So it really does tell you the root of the problem. All right, but you have to work with it and you have to not be afraid of it. It's just a stone. It's just a really powerful one. You have to give it the respect it deserves. It also forces you to face up to your true self it takes you deep into the subconscious mind and it magnifies negative energies. It, it, it takes you into the subconscious mind and magnifies those negative energies so that they can be fully experienced and then released. Because if you don't fully experience them, if you just release on the surface or what you think just to get some relief, that stuff is still there. Everything that you, all your traumas, if you haven't worked through them, Okay, either by yourself or with a qualified professional or, or uh, you know, um, practitioner, they're still going to be there and they are going to surface. So you need to be very aware of how to release all of these negative energies. Okay, so those are my black crystals. I hope that you enjoyed this class. Um, next week, I'm going to teach about essential oils and how to use them safely. And then I'm also going to give you a few recipes for your diffuser and also how to make uh, 10 millimeter, milliliter, excuse me, roller bottles. Those really cute ones that you see uh, that a lot of the companies um, sell. I'm going to teach you how to make your own, save a few bucks. Okay, so after that, then the fourth class, I'm going to teach you about herbs. I'm going to teach you... Um, how to, I'm not going to go into any herbs in detail because there are thousands of them. However, I am going to teach you how to create a few uh, ways to 
use them medically. Well, I shouldn't say medically, excuse me. Let me rephrase that uh, to help you with your issues. And so I'm going to teach you how to make a tincture with alcohol. I'm going to teach you how to make a tea. And I'm also going to teach you how to make honey pills. And these are great for kids and for elderly who don't like to taste medicine. And so you can mask the flavors uh, with honey and also uh, cocoa powder or carob powder. So I'm going to give you all those recipes. And then after that, I'm going to teach you about how crystals help us heal. I'm going to throw a bunch of science in there. So, you know, it's not all woo-woo, metaphysical, esoteric stuff. Uh, crystals actually do uh, affect the physical body. And so I'm going to teach you how they do that and, uh, and why they do that. Uh, the next class, number six, is going to be all about gem waters. Oh, my God, you can drink crystals? No. <laughs> no, no, no. But you can drink the water that's energized from them. Now, please. Don't go start throwing all your crystals in the water and start drinking them because about 99% of them are toxic and they have uh, in, um, minerals and elements that make them that way, like mercury and lead and antimony and a bunch of other things, um, you know, aluminum. A lot of them, they have aluminum. So you gotta really be careful. So I'm gonna teach you a way to make it called the indirect method. So you can use any crystal to make a very safe elixir. And then the final class is gonna be called choosing your crystals and developing your intuition. So that's gonna be a very interesting class as well. So again, thank you for coming to Nature's Alchemy where we explore natural healing with crystals, plants and herbalism, essential oils and the many ways that Mother Earth provides for healing and well-being. And we will see you next week.